Welcome to ECPRO Bigfoot Radio. Tonight, we step into the realm of the paranormal. Sit back and enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to ECBRO Bigfoot Radio. I'm your host, Daniel Benoit. <clears throat> and tonight, I have two special guests with me from the radio podcast show, Beyond the Paranormal Podcast. And these two hosts are very amazing people. I've had the honors of speaking with them and being on their show as well. <clears throat> uh, we're going to learn a little bit about both of these individuals and learn about where they come from and what they're involved with and how you could tune in to their shows. So, first of all, let me welcome John the Bard Marshall and Christina Creep Show. Yeah. How are you guys doing? <laughs> I hope that intro was okay. <laughs> I think it was fantastic. I, I feel so warm and welcome. That's great. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I usually like to ask people how they want their names pronounced, but I figured I see it's on the – I see your names listed there, the way you guys put them in, so <laughs> – yeah, except I added uh, John probably didn't want the other name in there with his last name. I, I did it out of habit. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm glad to have you guys on here. Uh, so, yeah, let me start with you, John, uh, that you are the host of Beyond the Paranormal uh, podcast. Uh, you want to tell us a little bit about that and what got you started with that? Oh, it's the technological devil. <laughs> it's uh oh, uh, yeah. I don't know if he, unless he's on mute. Um, well, I'll tell you what, so we can get John back. Um, uh, Christina, you want to go ahead and jump in there because you are yeah. the host of that as well. Yeah, so. so Beyond the Paranormal podcast is John's baby. Um, of course, he has a vast and extensive background doing paranormal research and. You know, like we're both from the hills of eastern Kentucky, if you can't tell by the twang. And, <laughs> and you know, we grew up together. Um, we actually went to the same high school. Like we were buddies even back then. Yeah. Always interested in all things spooky. And that was like a common thread that drew us together as friends. And, you know... I moved away and went to Lexington while I've been gone. Like he's been hustling, doing a lot of paranormal investigations. Um, you know, he was doing things at people at their homes and, and, and stuff like that. So like he was actually, you know, like a man on the ground, getting things done, helping folks out for several years. Um, had some, some really close friends back there of his that he made in the paranormal community. And, you know, even though I wasn't there to participate, you know, I'm over here like cheering him on like, wow. And he was always really great about, you know, being transparent about how he was gathering information. And he wasn't one to like just jump the gun and just assume that everything was a ghost. He was very analytical yep. and how he did things. And that was something that I really admire about him. So, you know, when he came to me, I guess it was like in November, December of last year and said, hey, I'm thinking of doing this podcast about the paranormal. I know that's totally in your lane, too. You know, why don't we do this together? 
And yeah. I thought it was a dream come true because for one, it gives me an opportunity to talk to him on a more regular basis. Cause you know how life is, it gets in the way and you get, you know, distracted. So it was like committed time for us to hang out and talk about something that we love. And then two, we get to meet all these really cool people in, you know, different realms of the paranormal, you know, for me, you know, like I love all things cryptid. I love, you know, ghosts. I love all of that stuff. UFOs, you name it. Like I'm probably interested in it at some point. Very awesome. At can some you, point or another. Can you hear me now? Oh, yes, we, we to, no, I, I heard it all. I don't know what happened. Techno, technical demons, I guess. They <laughs> uh, but yeah, from what she said, you know, I, I had a love for paranormal and, um, especially like cryptozoology man i absolutely eat it you know love it uh bigfoot uh dog man gray people gray i mean everything everything love it um ufos i i i just you know i can't get enough of it, to be honest with you <laughs> so i i was in the paranormal field for six or seven years and then i got out i got out because i had an attachment with me and I had enough evidence to say, what more do I need to have proof that there's something out there? You know what I mean? Absolutely. And and then getting into where I do Bod's Mayhem Hour, my other baby podcast, um, I thought, well, the itch came back for the paranormal. And I was like, you know, I, I might want to do a podcast with the paranormal. And so I thought of Crit, and I was like, I'll get Sis to do this with me. And so funny part was that she was even thinking about starting her own podcast at that time. So, but she was still, she was still on the fence about it. Uh-huh. So then after doing the podcast with me, I just said, look, you're going to do this freaking podcast of yours. You're going to do it. <laughs> and, and she, she did it. And I, I'm impressed with her because she's took off in flying colors. You know, people usually, they do it and they don't like it. And I, that's understandable. I mean, podcast is not for everybody. But, uh, you know, I, I love it. I love everything about it. But, you, you know, just as well as I do, Daniel, you, you got to put it. If you love doing this, you got to put in the time to do the fun stuff. But then the work comes after you do that interview, because that's where all the hard stuff comes in at. Right. It, I can tell you guys, you know, I've been doing podcasts for I don't know how long now. But I mean, and I'm not just talking about hosting, but I've been involved with podcasts like I remember I can tell you the first time I've ever been on any podcast. It was a video stream like you guys do. And uh, this gentleman here, he doesn't do anymore. He was very well involved with the Bigfoot community. And uh, he's covered a lot of grounds and he's had open discussions on whatever. Uh, you know, he's had after show discussions on finding Bigfoot. And, um, but I remember the first time he's had me on and it was very fun. And but at the same time, you know, making that appearance and you're on video, knowing that you're on video and there's people watching you live, it's, you know, it, it, it was a little, um, I don't even know how to put it. Intimidating. I was, uh, it's yeah, intimidating. yeah, exactly. Because that thought's in your mind, like, oh, no, what if you mess up or say yeah. something stupid, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And then it just gets to the point you just go with it, you know? Yeah. It doesn't matter. You just go with it. And, you know, and then I started to build up, you know, became a guest on more and more here and there. As I as I became a little bit more known to other people, you know, it's it's been great, you know. And then as far as doing mine, you know, I've had my own video podcast, um, you know, because I've hosted mine through Streamyard and everything, and I've done well back before I did Streamyard. We just did Google Hangouts, you know. Yeah. And, uh, 
you know, and that's the way it worked. And Google Hangouts, everything changed. So we had to go with the change and figure out something new. So, um, but yeah, I guess what I was saying, yeah, it's, it's quite the adventure. It's, it's, you know, you, you get all these uh, podcasts and, you know, you just build up more experiences, you know, and I will say, I don't think you would ever have enough podcasts because like what you guys were just talking about, you, you could have a topic on this podcast. You could have this podcast for that topic. Then you could open up a podcast to have anything discussed. Yeah. But uh, yeah, as much as I picked up from other people, you know, you can never have enough podcasts. It's I completely agree. Yeah. And especially since COVID and like being stranded at home, like sometimes it's nice just to know there's another human out there that one shares your interests and like has a real voice. And, you know, like, and if it's a streaming one where it's video, it's like, there's an actual person, you know, <laughs> it's the little things that get me excited. Absolutely. <laughs> I want to I want to jump back there for just a little bit. Uh, we we can't forget our other co-host Brianna Rose. She uh, that's right. She yeah, she's huge into this with us too, and she's a big part of it um, because you know I, where I do Bud's Mayhem Hour, it's just me. You know, I'm the one doing everything, scheduling, editing, recording, all that stuff. Um, and it's nice to have Beyond the Paranormal podcast where I can just ask a few questions. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, oh, I could just let, you know, let somebody else take the reins and just relax and enjoy my other love, my mistress, as I call her. <laughs> you know? There you go. It's like, it's like it, 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 I love doing this. And like you guys said, it, there's not enough, po- there's not enough podcasts. And I'm always stretching outside my, my borders because I, there's other things I love, like Metallica saved my life, and I'm doing a series in Bod's Mayhem Hour that's tied to it uh, about Metallica coming up here soon, which I haven't really said that to many people, but that's I guess I let the bag out, the secret out of the bag right there. Um, <laughs> anyway, and and I've been thinking about doing uh, my wrestling podcast that I used to do a long time ago, but changing to something else because. I got to interview Animal from the Legion of Doom who passed away a, a few years ago. Um, oh. I got to interview Bobby Eaton, beautiful Bobby from the Midnight Express who passed away uh, like two years ago. And, you know, I've not put those interviews. The Animal one was put up on my podcast for the wrestling one. Um, but, you know, there's there's other things I want to do, you know. You never can stop growing because eventually you're going to get burnt out on the one that you're doing. You know what I mean? Right. You've got, to have, you've got to have that break in between to say, oh, let's do something else for just a little bit to quench my thirst and then go back and redo what I was doing before. Absolutely. I've, I know exactly what you're talking about, taking a break and getting burnt out. I mean, I've had to take breaks several times for doing mine uh, because, it, you know, Depends on how you're producing your podcast, you know, especially if you want to like it like this year, you know, this is simple. I, it's a pre-recorded and, you know, I could edit, you know, minor things and add music and sounds and if I wanted to. But but um, yeah, dep- again, it depends on how you're doing it and how often you're doing it as well, because it could become overwhelming, especially oh, yeah. when it interferes with your personal life. You know, uh, especially me, I got an event coming up, so I've been busy with, you know, emails and trying to catch up with doing this and that which is finalizing a few things so yeah trying to keep up with the podcast and 
I mean, it's not so much in the way, but you know, I mean, I've, I do it once a week and, you know, sometimes I do other mining, minor recordings throughout the week. Like I'll up, uh, like I'll read a story out of one of my uh, Bigfoot encounter books. It's a book written by a friend of mine, uh, Judith Victoria Hensley. She's from Tennessee, I believe. Um, and she's written several stories from Kentucky residents, but this book, it's a great book. Uh, sometimes I'll read short stories in there. Um, and I share them on the podcast and everything. So, you know, so I do little things like that, you know, uh, other people's encounters, I'll read them, but, um, um, but yeah, having guests on and everything, I, I take advantage of the podcast. Uh, cause I like to discuss my research on there. So I use it for myself as well as others, you know? So, um, it's a great platform. It's a great tool for promoting advertising and spreading awareness. And, and that's a big thing, spreading awareness of what we're doing. Um, yeah. you know, it's the main thing, you know, cause I think what you guys are doing is phenomenal. It's amazing. Uh, I love the way you guys conduct your podcast. It's great. Um, so, you know, anyone that has not listened to it, they need to start tuning in to you guys to so check you guys out. So, yeah, I appreciate um, that. Absolutely. You're just, you're just the best. <laughs> like, I feel so pumped up. Like, I'm like, this, this, I feel hyped, you know, like, yeah, thanks, Daniel. That means a lot because yeah, it, does. it is, it is like a relatively new podcast. And John, you know, got all of it going and, and does a lot for it. And, you know, like, you know, Rihanna and I both jump in. And, like, as far as Rihanna goes, like, her, her opinion and like her way of looking at things is just, it puts a new spin on it. So yeah. like having John and Re in the podcast, sometimes the conversations we just have amongst ourselves is like enough to have a podcast. And then yeah. we get to throw in a guest and it's amazing. It's oh, like, absolutely. It's like having your yin and your yang, if, if that makes sense. You know, it's like everybody has their own opinion and I like that. And I, I you know, and like I said earlier, I could say I can go with a topic and then the guests can, well, you know, Daniel, you was on the podcast and, you know, you could talk and then they could jump in and add their own twist to it. And then that's what I like. You know, I, I like the interaction with the guests. I, I want the interaction. I cannot stress this enough. I want the interaction with the audience who comes and watches the podcast. And I apologize that there's some questions that get asked that we don't see because it streams to many platforms. And I'm going to try to fix that to where it only streams to one platform now. And everybody can get their question in. Uh, so I don't know what it's going to be, just Facebook or just YouTube. So that, well, that's, a, I, that's that's a big thing. Yeah. Can I jump in on, on that? Now, yeah. stream, you guys use StreamYard, right? No, I use Restream. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I all right, I know I haven't used that before, but I looked into it. I believe you could do the same thing on Restream as you do on StreamYard. You could connect up to two or three different platforms. Depends if you're on a paid uh, 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 prescription or whatever, uh, a subscription, <laughs> yeah. excuse me. Yeah. Uh, um, I know like on StreamYard, I, when I use StreamYard, I haven't used it in a while, but I've had YouTube and Facebook connected. That way all comments are shown together on your end. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I, like I said, I think a restream is the same way. Uh, I just don't know how to do it. Like I said, I've never used it before, but, um, yeah, there should be a way to connect the, the different platforms on there so you can see everything. Um, but that that's something to look into, I guess. But um, yeah, we're I'm definitely checking into it for sure. Yeah, it was yeah, it saved you a lot of trouble. Yeah, because I know you guys like sometimes I'll comment on Facebook and it's like, or I'll say something or ask a question. And I was like, oh wait a minute, 
And I hear you guys bring up other people's names. So, Wait a minute, I don't see them on here. Yeah. So I'll go to you. I'll go to YouTube. I say, oh, this is where everyone's at. <laughs> yeah. yeah and, so, and, it's, and it's stressful, and I don't want. Get, I don't want you know anybody to get upset and say, well, well this podcast sucks. You know what I mean? It, it's it, it's right. Tri- it's trial and error, and and we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. If I had somebody you know, running the whole show or the engineer or whatever, then it'd be good. But I don't. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So, yeah, I totally understand that. And I agree as far as wanting the audience to interact because that adds to the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, big time. Mm-hmm. So I totally get that. So, um, I mean, like on doing this here on Anchor, I, I definitely welcome interaction, even though this is not a live radio show. Um there is options for people to leave comments either on our Facebook uh, radio page, or there's an option on here. If they know how to use it, they could actually leave comments or ask questions. There's actually an option on here. If they go through the podcast platform here on here, they could actually leave a voicemail. So, um, so I have yet to have somebody practice that or use that (laughs) because I do check every so often. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, now, as far as paranormal, you guys, uh, who wants to go first? I know you guys, John, you had told me you had backed out for a while because you had a certain incident that took place with you. You want to talk about that? or? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm an open book, man. I don't, I don't mind one bit. I'll talk about anything. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I, I guess I was just pushing the envelope as a paranormal researcher. Um I don't know what happened. It just it just happened. Yeah, that's all I can say. Um, I had an attachment that got to me, and I didn't realize I had an attachment. I I knew that my behavior had changed. I knew that I was a different person. Um, I knew that the atmosphere coming into um, my space, my room, or my sanctuary, as I call it, was totally different. Um, it was like night and day stepping out of here. You know what I mean? Um, I'd eventually see like shadow people in my apartment. I would hear doors opening in my, in my apartment, like the cabinets, uh, the, the refrigerator door would open and slam the shower curtain. I would hear pull back and I would hear the rings on the shower curtain go across the, the, the rod of the shower. Mm. And, um, Mm. you know, one night it just finally hit. Uh, oh, no, I'll, I'll say this, too, but I'll back up for a little bit before all this happened. Uh, I went to my 10-year high school reunion, <laughs> and uh, when I, as I was gone, my mom works on quilts and stuff. She crochets and knits and all that stuff, um, and she said she was sitting there working on it, and she don't get freaked out, man, and when she gets freaked out, there's something really bad. But she, she said that uh, the quilt that she was working on, the end of it lifted up like somebody was looking at it. I said, what did you do? She said, what could I do? What, what could I say? She's like, I seen it lift up and it looked at it for seemed like two minutes and it just put it right back down. And she said it wasn't long after that. I looked to, to the left of me and, and where the uh, kind of like the, the heater closet is. There was a green mist. She says she saw a green mist. And I always took it like green was, was supposedly good. So that kind of unsettled her, you know. And, and, and like I said, I, I had a different vibe um, after that. 
you know, it's like something got attached to me. Mm. The, thing, the thing that really done it, Daniel, is um, my mom was gone for the week, um, and I was asleep. This was about, I don't know, between 2 and 4 o'clock in the morning. I heard the shower curtain pull back. My room got pitch black. And I mean, you can normally see in my room. I got light in my room normally from the outside coming in and stuff because there's a light behind my house, my apartment, and you can, you know, it doesn't help you put dark shades up or what. It still comes in. Um, my whole room was just pitch black. And then when I heard the shower curtain pull back, I was like, oh, God, here we go. I said, I'm going to confront this and be done with this. And the uh, and then you hear, like, rattling, like chains. And I was like, okay. So I'm, I'm laying here. I'm expecting it. You know, I'm expecting full force. It's on. And it gets to my door, and I could see at my door, I can see a figure standing there. And, I mean, this thing was brute this thing was a brute whatever it was and it was swaying you know it wasn't just standing there it was swaying mm. well i had a cross that was up above my door and i had a cross that was up above my mics here for my podcast i i, I still have my cross here on the wall it didn't come in it was just silent but its presence my God, dude! If you ever got kicked in the in the hoo hoo, <laughs> I'll say the hoo. That's that's what it felt like, dude. When it was standing there, it felt like it sucked every single ounce of my being out of me. I mean, I was physically wanting to throw up. That's how it felt. So I get over to my Bible, I grab it. I could barely get the words out in the name of Jesus Christ. I demand you to leave, and slowly but surely. I kept getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. That thing took off. Everything lifted up. My neighbor, now get this, the next morning I'm outside. I didn't sleep the rest of that night because I was so drained. I couldn't sleep. So about 9 o'clock the next morning I'm outside sitting. Just got the windows open, you know, letting everything air out. Just let this thing, all the evil, all the sickness out of my apartment. I'm not even told Crit all this story. She's probably sitting there going, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly what I'm, I'm over here like. Why did you not freaking call me and tell me about this? And then tell me about your mama. You know I'm very protective over your mama. Oh, I, know, so. I, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, story time with John DeBod. Next chapter. Uh, anyway, she, uh, she comes out and she goes, John, Tell me that you didn't have anything go on last night. <laughs> she said, please tell me. Are you there? Oh, yeah. Okay. I heard that buzzing through my phone. I was like, oh, my God, is it trying to take my phone now? Lord mercy. <laughs> anyway, she came outside and she's like, hey, did, did something happen at your apartment last night? And please tell me did, you didn't do anything. I said, well, you warned me. And she did. She told me, I was. I kept playing with this. It's going to be like Russian roulette. You know, you're going out doing investigations. You're, you're, yourself is a Ouija board asking questions. You're opening yourself up for that stuff. And I said, yeah. I said, there was something happening over here. I said, what, what? I said, you tell me first what you heard. She said, I felt 
the evilest thing in my life that came through my apartment, like the devil himself screaming through my apartment and left. And I said, you know, I'm sorry. She's like, no. She's like, my main concern is if you're okay. And I said, I am totally fine. And she's like, you look so drained, but you look like the old John. You don't look like this. I could care less. I don't give a shit. You know, she's like, you look like the fun John that used to be out here doing stuff. She's like, are you going back, you know, paranormal research again? I said, you know, I think I've learned my lesson for a while. And, um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't done it in over, God, I want to say close to 15, 18 years, maybe. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So to anybody out there that wants to get into this, it, it's, oh, it's going to be just like it is on TV. It's going to be cool. No, it's not. You know, I, I had, the reason I got into it, because I had questions that I wanted to find answers to. And I found those answers and I don't want to find them again. But, you know, I've got this itch again to do it and I'm going to do it maybe a couple more times. And then I'm, I'm tapping out because I just, you know, how, how many times can you taper that line, you know, again? You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I'll just take another another drink. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Right. You know, it's like you, Daniel. Like if you found, a, you know, an actual Bigfoot and say, I'll just go hang out Bigfoot day. It'll be fine. I'll be okay. You know? Yeah. <laughs> right. You're really risking it. <laughs> That's exactly right, man. Absolutely. So basically, yeah, with that being said, yeah, you're giving a clear warning to anybody that wants to get involved, that doesn't know what they're getting involved with, or yeah. at least they think they do. <laughs> yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah, you can have as much protection, prayers, Anything that you want, man. Everybody has their different beliefs. Everybody has their own different things that they do before uh, when you when they go out to investigate. And I understand it, and and I have no problem with it. That that's your that's your prerogative, you know. I have, like I said, I have nothing against that. But it's not guaranteed it's going to stop it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, because the paranormal realm is a very real place. People don't realize. So. Yeah, it, it, it's that real th- and it's that thin line between reality and the veil, you know, of, of you tapping into something. So. Absolutely. And Katina, what about you? Well, (laughs) for me, like I've had a lot of experiences, um, like the very first, like even when I was a little kid, like I would have, you know, not really prophetic dreams, but dreams that were like, um, I guess, you know, like I would know that things were going to happen before they did. What's that? You had premonitions. Yeah. Premonitions. Um, like I, I knew that and it wasn't for everything and it's not like something like I could channel or anything like that. I mean, I'm like five years old and, you know, having dreams about my grandmother blowing away into dust and then, you know, getting my parents telling me maybe a, a couple of days to a week later that we were going to have to move to Kentucky because she had cancer and she oh, was wow. dying and we needed to relocate to Kentucky so that my mama could help take care of her. And, um, you know, that's one of the very, that's one of the very first ones that I remember. 
because it was so life-changing, you know, it wow. was, it was, um, and you know, little things here and there for years after that. And even to this day, not so much. I think, I think a big part of me, I tried to block that for a long time because it was scary. Um, because it's not something I could control. And I'm very much in my day job, I'm a case manager for folks and a social worker. So I'm used to being able to like handle some really intense and scary situations. But when it's something like that, that's outside of your control, it can be intimidating. And for me, you know, anxiety provoking. Sure. So, you know, you try Absolutely. to safeguard yourself. Um but moving to Kentucky, I'd say, was one of the biggest catalysts for me, you know, like tapping into that as a kid, you know, because as, as soon as we moved, the house that we moved into and stayed at for two and a half years until my mamaw died, and then we moved into her house, was an extremely haunted farmhouse um, out in um, Paintsville, Kentucky. And, you know, like in a little holler name, it's called Nippa. You know, I'd, I'll never give the address because... I know people would like to try and find it because that's how I am. You know, like you find out about a place <laughs> and you want to go poke around in it, you know? Oh, uh, for sure. But I, you know, we, we were there for two and a half years and from the very first moment that we got there, it was intimidating. Like I remember just feeling off and scared and, you know, not knowing what to do and just feeling this threat and this ominous presence. And it just continued to escalate from there. Like weird things. I know, Daniel, when you were on the podcast, you talked about, and it's something that really rang true with me was just about how animal behavior and behavior in like the woods or the forest changes when there's like maybe an apex predator or some kind of sort of supernatural energy going on that you can't right. And for me, you know, I had an experience involving a murder of crows at our house that acted very irregularly one of the first weeks that we were there. And um, it was to the point that it, it was just, it was very odd. Um, I mean, we're talking like at least a hundred crows and I'd never seen that many in my life. Wow. And, you know, like they're all lurking around this house and, you know, like, on the property and they would all just stop in unison and stare at us oh, as God. we were <laughs> as and to this day I really can't stand to see a big flock of birds outside my house. There have been times I've called my husband, I'm like, I'm not leaving the house. I just walked outside and there's like you know hundreds of birds on our front lawn. Like I'm just going back inside. Like that's just <laughs> not gonna be a good day. You know that wow. experience you know uh, uh you know crows are a sign of death and I didn't know that till like a couple of years ago when my before my uncle passed away, my aunt said she was sitting outside drinking a cup of coffee one morning and she's looking out, you know, toward her orchard. And just like Crit said, you know, these birds, these black crows just came out of nowhere. I mean, a lot of them and just landed in this tree. And she said they would come out there just about every morning, back like, like a week before he passed away. A lot of them was sitting in that tree looking at her. And I and and that's something that you know that'll come up in this this upcoming episode that I've got coming up this Friday for my podcast that I do called "This House Is Haunted." It, um, you know, the crows. I've mentioned them in one other episode, but you know, I'm finally going to be talking to my mama, and that's something that she mentioned. You know, like that it, it's very old Appalachian kind of thing. Like the the old hill folk, they always have their superstitions, and that's definitely one of them about. 
you know, crows and being harbingers. And, you know, even in other cultures, they talk about them being messengers, you know, like in Norse mythology and that sort of thing. Like they were the messengers for Odin. And, you know, it's very interesting to look into the whole uh, mythology about crows. Like I'm always looking for symbolism and that sort of thing in nature. And I think that's one of our biggest, um, um, teachers is in nature and, you know, paying attention to those kinds of things. I know if you're a big hunter, you definitely get tuned into that. And I know you, Daniel and you, John are both people who have spent a lot of times in the woods doing that kind of thing. Oh uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I pay attention to the animals because, um, that, that that's a that's a sure fact to know that something's around because if you're watching animals play like squirrels or you know just little birds or whatever and then they just scatter all of a sudden you better hang tight because something's gonna go down yeah might even have to look behind you because something might be creeping behind you yeah. <laughs> oh yeah i had a bob, i had a bobcat come up behind me one morning and about attack me oh my goodness yeah i dropped him right where he stood <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I might have to do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, the, the paranormal is definitely something that has always been a part of my life. And, you know, living in that house and there are so many experiences that happen. And I talk about a lot of them more in depth. But I mean, I saw full bodied apparitions. I saw what looked to be like this ghoulish, sunken faced thing with black eyes like peering in the window one morning when I was getting ready to go to school um I was a sleepwalker so everybody in my family just assumed it was like a hallucination or like a dream or something like that and you know there was actual physical evidence that it wasn't based on and again that's all stuff that's in my podcast but like I go outside later on and find something that had been in my backpack that morning that had evidently been picked up and put up outside that window um, wow. So, you know, there's like all kinds of, I believe in energy. I believe that there, there are things out there that we definitely can explain. Um, and, and a lot of those things are talked about, not just here, but in other cultures too. You know, one of those things being Bigfoot, you know, like there are myths about Bigfoot and just about any country in the world. Um, and I don't think that's any kind of coincidence. The same thing goes for, you know, spirits or ghosts, you know, like that's not something that's specific to any one area. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. That's very intriguing. And that's very fascinating right there. It's actually, you know, both of you guys, as you guys share these stories, you know, I, and I never really listened in or zoned in on paranormal stories on except for occasionally watching different paranormal shows on tv in the past but you you guys know me i'm more into the bigfoot encrypted world but right. but i must say hearing what you guys had to share it's i've definitely visualized in the most bizarre way what you guys experienced and yeah i could i could see that you guys had these real experiences so oh, yeah yeah, and, yeah. And especially too daniel when when a place can consume you like it has me before, you know, that, that, that's warning signs to say, Hey, look, you know, that there's a good consuming and then there's a bad consuming, if that makes sense. Good oh consuming, yeah. You know, good consuming. You want to research a place to find out all, all about the information about like, like I would be history buff, man. I love, I love history. I love everything about the history. Um, but then there's the, 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 the bad part of something there that wants you there all the time. And, and you could tell it's draining you. And I'll tell you something else, man. 
paranormal research is not for the weak of heart. And I'll say that straight up. People can say, oh, this guy don't know what he's talking about. Well, you know, we're warning you. Take it at your own risk. If you want to learn, that's fine. Totally fine. But when they answer you back and you say, hey, is there anybody here that likes to speak with us? You know, can you see me? And they go, I see you, John. And they call you by name. That's when, you know, you, you got to step back and go, what what am I talking to? You know, yeah. What, what, what and, is this? <laughs> and that's a big reason why I never have really been in. Like, I do paranormal research, I guess, like from a, uh, like a, bookish kind of way you know like from yeah. a distance john's actually been somebody who wanted to go out and pursue it i never needed to when i was little and then it traumatized me so much that i didn't even want to talk about it for years you know like i'm from a very superstitious and religious family so talking about things like spirits and seeing things and you know that was a big discussion with my family i remember my daddy telling me many times like don't say anything to anybody at church. Don't say anything to any of your friends. Cause there have been, you know, like, especially if I had like a vision or, you know, saw something like it was, they just consider it all demonic, you know, like yeah. everything is a demon. Everything's out to get you. Whereas, you know, like as I've gotten older and, and, and done more research on my own, like sometimes it's just about communication. Sometimes it's just somebody that, you know, maybe, wants to pass something along or something like that. It doesn't always have to be so scary. And I think that's a big thing about spreading the word about, you know, paranormal experiences is like, it doesn't always have to be scary. Now for me, it was <laughs> in the beginning, sure. but as you get, as you get more into it, like there are things you can do to protect yourself, you know, like, and being around John and talking with John and, and Rihanna, you know, like, things that you can do to protect yourself and not be so scared because we had a guest last night, Patty Starr, who had a very good point. And John, you can jump in on that too. Um, mm. About, you know, the energy that you put out is the energy that you get back. And yeah. that really rung a bell with me. Um, if you're going in there super scared, then that's kind of the energy you're going to draw. And if you're going in there confident and, and, and curious, you know, like I'm here respectfully to get some answers like, I feel like that's what you're going to get. So, like, yeah. that really rung a bell with me. I don't know about you, John. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. If you're going to go in there full force and being a uh, – do you mind if I cuss on here, Daniel, or no, or whatever? <laughs> oh, it's free speech. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, if, you go, if, if you go in there, you know, uh, bango tango to the wall, <laughs> nice way to say it, and, uh, you know, and be an asshole – you know these these spirits were people too at one time you know i go in there with respect i don't want them to i want them to feel like hey this person really wants to actually communicate with me if if it's the correct spirits if they you know i don't i used to provoke and i i wish i never did i'm so stupid for doing that and i've never done it again because i felt so so disrespectful you know, and it ate me to my bone and uh, I just, I just don't do it no more. And I get a really good responses, but you know, I even switched it up a little bit. I even ask questions like, Hey, do you see me? Do you have a question you want to ask me? I've got real good responses from that. Um, but I'll tell you one more thing about the whole EVP deal. You guys is there's an EVP that I have 
of it saying my name and laughing. Wow. Nope. 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 It says, <laughs> and that was that was along the lines, and that's that's two different places. Got two different EVPs of the same voice saying the first one I the first the first EVP I got was I uh, hello John and what I said a while ago, and then now this one that I have it says yeah I see you I mean these are full sentences class A EVPs class A EVPs are EVPs that you can hear crystal clear no wow. mistake in it this one honestly says. I see you, John. <laughs> wow. And just laughs. And I'm like, oh my God. That's I when I skedaddle. That's I when I skedaddle. I slung the headphones off, cut it out, and I sent it to my buddy. And Rob was like, what the hell? Yeah. He's like, man, you we've got something else going on here. So yeah. I want to face this thing. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm straight up ready to go and fight yeah. that's just me um but like i said i always like patty said and like what Cortina said the energy you give off is what you get back and and I, I i want to be when i go into these places i want to be as respectful as i can now if the spirit wants to be evil and be mean and stuff like that hey they're going to you know but at least try to be respectful you know, right, and and they'll be pranksters. You'll have pranksters. You'll have uh, the ones who you know won't talk, but you can see them, like shadow figures. Uh, though, now that's cool when you actually see a shadow figure uh, block out the light in a place, and you can see, yeah, it by, and you can see it walk by. It, it's I've, I've had some cool experiences, and and of course, never could get it on recorder or a video, I should say. But yeah, I've had some cool experiences. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Now, uh, real quick before we come to a close, uh, I mean, I, I've shared it with a couple people, and if you want to consider it paranormal, I mean, I don't know what else to think of it as, but so several years ago when I lived in this house trailer, it was a single wide. My daughter was just a little thing, and uh, there was one time when she was there with me. She was Her bedroom is on the opposite end of the trailer from mine, but uh, she was sound asleep. I was sitting there on the couch, facing, uh, you know, watching TV. And I was sitting there, and all of a sudden, I hear these little footsteps come running up the hallway. And before I turn around, I'm like, Brianna, what are you doing up? You know, as I'm saying this, then I turn around because I was like, you know, I'm saying you're supposed to be in bed. And I turn around, there's no one there. Oh, so I, yeah. So, so I get up and I go down the hallway. She's sound asleep. Oh, my. I was like, I said, what the heck was that? You know, yeah. I said that was very true because it was at nighttime. So yeah, I felt slightly on edge, but then I went back to watch TV, didn't hear nothing else. Now another time, same place, Brianna wasn't there. And it was in the probably in the middle of the day. And I was at the I was at the kitchen up against the uh, the, the countertop doing something. And all of a sudden I feel like the three, four quick tugs on the lower part of my shirt. Like mm. like with a little force, you know. Yeah. And I stop. I stopped doing what I do. I instantly turn around. I said, "What the heck?" I was like, "Wait a minute. There's something going on here because <laughs> my daughter ain't here. I can't. I can't blame her this time. Even though the last time she was sound asleep, you know, covered up under the blankets, you know. Uh, but yeah, that's the only thing I could kind of 
recall ever anything ever happening to me, but it was in that trailer, which who knows what could have happened in that trailer. It was a 1970 model trailer. It was an old trailer, you know, and like I said, this was probably only about mm, maybe eight, nine years ago or um, to maybe, I don't know. I think she was 10 years. She was around 10 years. So yeah, it was probably about 10, 11 years ago then. So did you you do any research or find out like if anything happened there, maybe? I no, I never thought of looking into it. To be honest with you, I just I don't know. Uh, as, as far as I know, that trailer might still be in that trailer park. <laughs> you know, so um, I don't know. It, it was just I, I I think about it from time to time. But, you know, just you know, uh, maybe if I ever go up there, I don't know how to do research on 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 that there because you know I don't know if that trailer if that's where it's been all, all the whole time or if it's been located somewhere else or. You know, the thing, the thing that really bothers me, and, and I, I guess I'll never know the answer to this, but we we don't know all the answers to the paranormal field. You know, we don't know everything that, that goes on with it, including me. I'm always researching and learning different things every day. But what gets me is that, you know, it, it and I, I don't come off being I, I don't want to come off being mean or being an asshole or anything like that I, I mean it's like if you are a child you're supposed to go to heaven because you're God's child so why are they spirits that you get on recording of children that's what that what bugs me and everybody right. says, well that could be something messing with you to make you realize to make you think that it is and that's true but you know there's there's certain locations that I've researched and did investigations on where children have passed away and you get EVPs of a child laughing or giggling or a a toy rolling or making a toy noise, something like that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I had something like that happen in frozen Kentucky. Have you ever been out there, John, in frozen where they had that flash flood? I've heard of frozen. Everybody's been out there, but when they said, Oh, you can't go out there because it's, you know, uh, no trespassing stuff like that. Right. I, I don't go, and I know a lot of people do, but I, I, I do not want to do that because, no. When I was a young, young buck, <laughs> when I was a young buck. <laughs> Crapping lad. Yeah, when I was a, a, a very inquisitive young lady, I went out there <laughs> when I worked at Walmart years ago in Prestonsburg, and we went out through there. We made it about halfway out there. Every single flashlight that we had went dead. The guy's truck died in the middle of the road. Oh, um, wow. And I just turned and left. Like, we're in the middle of nowhere. I had to leave my car at the head of the holler. And I was like, peace. I'm out of here. Like, that's enough for me. So I literally walked in the dark all the way, probably about a good mile back to my car and skedaddled. I was like, I'm not sticking around for this. Well, evidently, the folks who stayed around, like, some lady ended up speaking in tongues and all kinds of stuff. And I was like, if I get a vibe, I'm out. I'm not fooling with that stuff. So like kids, yeah, the kids thing, like evidently it was a school that had, there was a flash flood and a whole bunch of kids died, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And, and, they, and, and supposedly, Crit, I don't know, did you see this or not? There supposedly was a uh, room or something that they got locked in and you could see the scratches yes. in, the, in the concrete. Daniel. I did- wow. I, I didn't see it. Now they, they said they saw it. Like I told you, I got out of there. I got the heck out of Dodge. Like the minute we pull up and this guy's STN dies in the middle of the road and like our flashlights were dead, our phones were dead. I was like, peace out. Like, I'm not doing this. This is how every horror movie I've ever seen starts. 
like bye. Here, here's, an, here's another thing too, Daniel. We, I, me and Robert and Amanda, uh, when I had my paranormal team, me and Robert, we had a paranormal team. Um, Robert's my sidekick, man. He, he, I, I, we're like night and day. You know, I'm always trying to figure out stuff and thinking, yeah, this is it. And he's kind of like, mm, well, well, you know, I don't know. You know, it's it's kind of hard to make him believe that there is something out there unless he cannot prove what what happened. You know what I'm saying? Um. We we went to Octagon Hall in Franklin, Kentucky, and um, that that part of the uh, Tennessee was pivotal um, in the Civil War, just like Perryville in Kentucky was pivotal in the Civil War. Um, but we we investigated uh, Octagon Hall, and and it's a beautiful beautiful place. Uh, we took a daytime tour. There was a family that came up, and Billy was the uh, caretaker of the place and he's he's passed away since then and he's like hey this is my friend john robert amanda they're they're from a paranormal team from eastern kentucky would you like to go on tour with these these uh these ladies and gentlemen and the family is like yeah sure that'd be awesome well robert's like do you do you think i remember robert asking should we take a video camera and i i, I think i said no or i don't know i don't recall what i said but I wish I'd said yes. I wish we'd have done it because as we get up there, and if I recall correctly, as we were coming out of the little girl's bedroom who passed away in there because she got uh, caught on fire from the embers down, uh, uh, she was downstairs. She got embers on her dress and caught on fire. Mm. And um, she died like three days later in her bed. Well, as we were coming out the door, I mean, this is original doors, everything original in that house, folks. I'm telling you, to a T, her door is thick, and I mean thick and heavy. It shuts right in front of us. Well, as soon as we get out the door, it shuts. Wow. I mean, plain as day, just shuts. You know, I'm going, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and, and Robert's like, I'm wondering if there's a trip sensor or anything like that. And I'm going, oh, come on, man. Come on. But you got to do that because some places, they'll, they'll, they have a little bit of trickery. You know, it, it's it's been known. But that place is legit. Um, we even had Civil War music playing that we took to see if we could trigger anything. Oh wow! Um, we we didn't hear anything other, and well, I'll take it back. There's another door that slammed. We were bringing equipment in, and we left the front door wide open because it was hot in that, that house. And we left the front door open. The door that goes down to the basement was open. We didn't open it. And I was like, "Okay, so is anybody down here?" Didn't get no response. I wasn't going down there. I had the sickest feeling in my gut, and I was like, I'm not going down there. Nope. No way. Too far, <laughs> too far from home to get suckered into this shit. No way. Uh-uh. Nay. So, I walked back outside for just a minute to, to regain my, you know, confidence and composure, more or less. And I walked back in, and I get past the basement door i get past where the uh uh 
the display cases are and all that stuff that they have. I mean, they got death masks, they've got swords, they've got bullets, rifles. I mean, it, this this legit stuff. The door slams to that basement. Oh wow! I mean, not just you know, click, you know, creak. I mean, it absolutely slammed with force. Wow. I mean, dude, I thought somebody had broke it. I go and try to unlock it, and I, well, I mean, not unlock, try to open it. I can't, I can't, I, I can't open it. I hear Amanda scream outside in her car. <laughs> she, she would not come back in. I had to go out and beg her to come back in. I was like, "Look, you're not sitting out here in your car all two in the morning. Come back in. Let's let's do this. It's what we came here for. Let's do this." And that's it, man. I mean, we, other mm. than that, it was so windy later on at night that we couldn't catch anything outside because, of the, you know, there's too much interference. You know, when you, when you do paranormal research, it's like fishing, <laughs> you know? It, oh, yeah. It's, it's like watching paint dry. Just like when you go uh, uh, do, do like Sasquatch stuff, it's, it's like watching paint dry. It, it doesn't happen like a light switch. It's, it's not right. like it's on TV. Yeah, it's all hit or miss. So. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's like I tell people when I bring them out, like we had a uh, you know, camping expedition, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, you can't expect something to happen, but we hope that it happens. So, you know, it'd be cool that people hear or experience something. But yeah. nonetheless, you know, it's cool if you find stuff, which we did, you yeah. know, but, you know, so, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, you bring people out there and you tell, you know, you tell them stories about what you experienced out there. It's like you want them to hear something to, you know, back it up, you know, but it, it just you can't expect it. You just don't know if it's going to happen or not, you know. Exactly. And, you know, I'm sorry. But I, I mean, me and Crip blabbed all this time. <laughs> oh, no, you no, know, you got to totally fine. I'll tell you, I'll tell you like other people telling me because I feel like I blab when I'm on people's podcasts, too. I'm going to tell you what they tell me. Nope. That's what you're here for. We're, I'm here yeah. to listen. <laughs> and I love, I love talking about it. You know, there's, there's things that I like to warn people about. They're like, Oh, I see it on TV. Well, yeah, it, it, it's, it, that's what it is. You said exact thing right there. TV. It is made for TV. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Speaking of investigations, we've got one. This will be my first ever, like honest to God, paranormal investigation. <laughs> And John has somehow tricked me into it, like lured me in with his siren song. Yep. And I'm actually going to go out because I've said from day one, I'm I'm not doing this, John. You and Ree can go. Nope. I'll just hang back and do commentary or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going out to these places. It's not like you're calling a football game. Uh, there's a handoff. Well, I mean, like, if we, can do, <laughs> we can make it happen, honey. I can do whatever I need to do. <laughs> there goes, there goes yeah. John down the hallway. He's going That's exactly what I could do. You know, oh. like, I, I make it entertaining. But we've got one coming up. It's going to be the, the old hospital on College Hill in West Virginia. Williamson, oh. West Virginia. Yeah. So we're doing that on the 24th, um, and we're going to be doing a live podcast, right, John? Yeah, yeah. We're going to be doing a live podcast, and uh, it's not going to be like streaming live because we just don't have that equipment. But eventually, we hope to do that. We hope that the podcast grows, and we're able to finally later on to to be able to do that. But as of right now, it's just going to be 
we're there. We'll come back. We'll update everybody what's going on from time to time that night. And, uh, you know, if there's anything that they want us to ask, you know, uh, the, the sweet spirits. Uh, I'm going to start doing that as Patty said. Yes, Patty. Uh, I love her. Her vibe is just immaculate. So, yes, let's be like Patty. <laughs> I'm going to try. I am going to try to find a doctor's coat and a stethoscope to wear. See, that's not what would Patty do. That's not what Patty would do. It's like, I'm going to do WWPD. What would Patty do? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, awesome. And talk about TV and paranormal teams and so. Yeah, I will be teaming up with a paranormal research team this weekend. Um, Yeah, uh, they're actually one of my sponsors for the Virginia Bigfoot Conference. Uh, They are known as the Twisted Realm Paranormal Team, and they also run a TV series called the uh, Twisted Paranormal Society. Um, And, yeah, uh, they're on Roku TV, and I don't know, I can't remember all of them, but they're on – broadcast on several different things but so yeah they've been wanting to do a bigfoot segment so yeah they're going to be doing a recorded documentary for their tv series with me uh we'll do the interview at the the one gentleman's house and then we're going to go out to the woods where my encounter took place so they can do some filming out there and um i could talk them walk them through it all that good stuff so that should be a lot of fun you know so I think that you'll is dig super it. cool. I, I think yeah. you'll dig it, man. I think you'll dig it because it's something different and it gives you a break from, from Sasquatch hunting. You know what I mean? Right. It, it, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, it, I, you know, I'll get to hang out with the paranormal team, even though they're going to be recording the segment of about Bigfoot, which is what they, they actually want been wanting to do that and throw that in their series. Um because uh, one of them that are related to them that, well, they're, they associate with them. There is a paranormal podcast that's have me on tomorrow night. So, yeah, that should be interesting. They have me on tomorrow night to talk about my encounter. Because this other paranormal podcast, they're going to be at the event as well. So, that is uh, so cool. we, we haven't had anybody yet on our podcast uh, to talk about UFOs. And it's very disappointing. Uh, oh. And we, we've tried. Um there was one guy that was in the UK that I would like to get on the podcast, but the time difference is going to be crazy, you know? So mm. and we know. looked into the Appalachian. I didn't even know it was a thing. There's like an Appalachian UFO research group. Um, oh, okay. Had no idea, reached out to them. And I mean, they're pretty busy too, but we're obviously super interested in anybody. So if y'all got any, you know, leads on some folks who want to talk aliens with us, honey, we're ready. We're ready to talk aliens. I got the I got the perfect person for you. uh, He's actually, uh, I don't know if he's still involved or works for them, but he was involved with the government. Man, he's he's not afraid to talk about UFOs, aliens, and conspiracy theories, all the above. So. Good deal. Uh, yeah. Write that yeah. name down that Daniel said about that paranormal team. There's just another paranormal team get on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. actually, I think I started following. I think Daniel shared something uh, the other day on Facebook and I, and I like their group twist and it's called twisted. Yeah. The twisted realm. Um, yeah. that, okay. Yeah. And we, they, a lot of events, they, they, uh, they actually go to, they have scheduled events where they go to, they have, uh, they host these events at these haunted places and they set up to where people can come participate. You know, they only uh, allow so many people because uh, they do sell tickets for it and then they yeah. do a actual uh, uh, investigation there. So, 
Yeah. You know, I have a question for you. Like, I know you and your girlfriend, you guys um, set up and do booths and stuff. Have y'all ever thought about doing one at Scarefest here in Lexington, Kentucky? Like, it's in October. I don't know if that's, but it's a pretty big horror and paranormal convention. Here and, in and Cryptid Con. Cryptid Con's in Kentucky, too. Yeah, well, she, she did Cryptid Con last year for the first time. I, I'm assuming she's going back to it, even though they, they're very expensive on their tables, uh, their vendor okay. spots. But uh, the other one that you mentioned, I'm not familiar with that. Do you know what? To do? Uh, it really depends on what time in October, because we got we got our other October event that we host here in Virginia. And then the week after, I think it's when she goes to uh, I think it's t one of the Tennessee events. So I'll have to look. I know it's toward the end of the month and it's actually my boss and my day job. He's the one who owns Scarefest and it's. It's the largest horror and paranormal convention in the United States. Usually it's one or the other. Um, they, it's You can get anywhere from like ten to 20,000 people in a weekend at this oh, yeah. convention. It's yeah. huge. Um, it, it's something I would love to get beyond the paranormal podcast in and plus my other baby, Bod's Mayhem Hour too. But financially, I, I just can't do it right now. You know, things are extremely tough for my situation. I'll just say that I'm very frustrated with it. Mm -mm. Yeah, <laughs> um, but, uh, it's that Jessica may be willing to do something like that. It's just uh, her family normally helps her out with big events. Um, right. And I can't always go to all these events, but the only thing is her parents, they come, she comes from a very religious church going background. Right. And they're very, they're very particular on what events and what they get involved with. So, yeah. Yeah. We're yeah, actually, so that my husband and I have a side business uh, where we do like wood wood engravings and things like that. Laser, yeah, laser kind of things. We've done ornaments, we do signs, we do all kinds of stuff. So we actually have a booth there for the first time awesome. ever this year. We'd only been doing Etsy for years, and now we're like, let's step it up. This will be our first convention. I don't know how wise that is, but wow, that's awesome. Um, well, I'll tell you one another thing too, Daniel. You guys may want to check into in August. There is the Pikeville Comic Con that is coming up, and uh, I'm going to try to have some booth there. And where's this? It's in Pikeville, Kentucky. Oh, I've heard of that Pikeville. Okay, that sounds that's familiar. Where the, that's where the Hatfields and the McCoys had their big shootout. Is around Pike County. They do hillbilly days out there. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. I know October twenty fourth through the twenty. 728th will be in uh, Morristown, Tennessee, uh, because I'm speaking there and then she's going to be a vendor there. It's the East Tennessee Bigfoot Festival. But like I said, that's August. We're headed down on the 24th, but the main event is the 25th. 26 and 7. I plan on being there. I'm going to look for you guys because my sister lives in Morristown, Tennessee. And oh, yeah. I am going to come down for that. I'm so excited. If I can, I'll drag John with me kicking and screaming. But <laughs> well, <laughs> well, they'll have live music. And I mean, the whole park, Cherokee Park, when you come in to the park, uh, there's a pavilion, uh, soundstage pavilion. Yeah, there's like a stage down to the right. But then way up off to the left, there's a big pavilion up on the hill. You can't miss it. Uh, all the speakers are going to be up there. And most of them, I mean, there'll probably be vendors everywhere, but most of her, the main vendors will be set up around that pavilion. And I know Jessica will be set up there right there. So uh, I guess amazing. all the cool, 
Yeah, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. They're gonna, they got they already got several food trucks. They got all these celebrities that are gonna be there, and my, the coolest they have all these cool celebrities out there. But when I found out, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. Uh, John, you may be it, like I grew up watching his fishing shows, but Jimmy Houston Outdoors is gonna be Lord there. Lord yeah, Lord yeah, Jimmy Houston, Roland Martin. Exactly. Oh, all yeah, I grew up with all them guys, and but Jimmy Houston's gonna be there, which is freaking amazing. I can't wait to meet him. So if anybody likes bloopers, I mean real comic, I mean real legit funny ass bloopers, go watch Bill Dance bloopers yeah. on YouTube. Oh my god. Yes, I, I was gonna yeah, I was gonna say like when you were saying the blooper thing before you mentioned the name, I was like, he's gotta be talking about Bill Dance. That's yes. <laughs> yes. Oh absolutely. The snake when the snake falls in the boat. Oh Jesus. <laughs> hey, I, got, I got a question for you, my brother. How oh yeah. How's the DVD release going for the Shawnee one uh, that you just did? Well, it's available. I just have not ordered any yet. Um, yeah, because yeah, me and Jessica, Jessica was talking about, well, she said we could go in half so she could order them. I said, well, it'd be nice if we could get them available for the event next weekend So because it takes five days to get them. So I'm not sure. I got to talk to her and see if she's going to order them because I don't have the money for them. I'm broke till next week. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, we're, we're, yeah. We're, we're booked up until September for the podcast for uh, Beyond the Paranormal Podcast, but I would like for us to get a copy of it, and I mean we're gonna buy it for sure. But uh, I wouldn't mind for us to get a copy and review it, and maybe have about five or six of you guys come on uh, the podcast and uh, let's talk about review it and things that you want would would you know would want to change or something else later on. You know what I mean? Just just oh yeah, and have a roundtable discussion about it. Absolutely, yeah. I got. Uh... My other documentary I have, I got a, I got somebody who just bought, paid for two of them. I got to send them out soon, too. So, Because um, I have one that was filmed a little over a year. Uh, yeah, a little over a year ago now. Um, yeah, that one there is called EC. No, it's called Elusive Legend, an ECBR story. So, Because um, I, I got copies of that. I've been selling a few here and there at some of the events that we've been attending. So I just haven't been pushing that one that much. But, uh, but yeah, I got that one available. I need to uh, – I'll be – selling at the uh, Virginia Bigfoot conference. But yeah, like I said, I'm hoping we could get some copies of the other ones. Cause I know people have been asking now, Zach has some copies of them and he's been selling his, I don't know what he's selling his for, but <laughs> so $1 million. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Zach trying to make a dollar. I think it was like 25. Cause I, I was, I, I think I messaged him or I was thinking, maybe I just thought I messaged him that I was going to get a copy because I was really wanting to watch it because I was super pumped to talking to both of you guys about okay. your experiences out there. And then, you know, like, of course, maybe me, John and Ree can have a movie night. That'd be awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 uh, absolutely. Well, yeah, when we get done here, I'll message you guys um, after we get off here because me and Jessica, we've been talking and discussing a few things regarding that, so. Um, I won't mention it on here while we're still recording. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah and, and, and I just like to say, you know, for Beyond the Paranormal podcast, folks, please get out and subscribe to our YouTube page. It's very simple. It, it's on our, our Facebook page, Beyond the Paranormal podcast. Just it's on YouTube, it's all there. And I really can't do this podcast without Rihanna and Cortina. That's for sure because they, uh, they keep me sane with it. Because, <laughs> You know, I, I love their questions. I love their enthusiasm, and I, and I love their participation in it. And like I said, it 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 takes a lot off me 
Um, and I don't mean that in a bad way or anything. I just mean like I want other people to enjoy podcasting and people who had the same views that I do and like the same things that I do. And I know we all, we all don't see my eye, and I, and I understand that nobody's going to all see eye to eye. Absolutely. Uh, but it's just cool to do a podcast with, uh, with my sis and, and Rihanna, and it's just, it's just all good. All good. It's a good Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It is a good time. It, it is a good time. It's, it's not a forced interview. It's real just a smooth talk. You know? Right. And that's the way it should be. I mean, that's how I try to conduct mine. I mean, because for the longest time, I had a regular three uh, three person panel and where we had open discussion most of the time. We talk about certain to- uh, topics and subjects. And yeah, not all of us. I mean, not all of us agreed at the same time. We all agree to disagree on certain things or see things different. And that's the way it should be. I mean, it's a healthy discussion, you know. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we, yeah, we want to, we, me and Crit and Rihanna, we want to do more interviews for our podcast. You know, we want to get this out there and we want to be known out to the masses. We want to, we want people to know that, Hey, if, if you legitimately have good stuff and things like that, you want to talk about paranormal UFOs, cryptids, all that good stuff. Come on the podcast. We'll have you. I mean, we may ask you questions that you may not like, but eventually you're, you know, you're going to get asked those questions. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And I've had people say, well, I'd rather not answer that. And I totally respect that sure. for whatever reason. They have their reasons. And I'm not going to force it out of them. But right. so. And but, then as, yeah. far as, as far as my pod, my other podcast that I'm doing, it's called This House is Haunted Podcast. And you can find it on Facebook and Instagram, but it's also streaming on pretty much any platform you could think of. Apple, Anchor, Spotify, you know, Amazon Music, all those places. It's there. And it's just an opportunity for me to one, work through some childhood trauma and then two, like get to write and do some storytelling. Cause I I feel like I'm writing it in a way that is a lot more eloquent than if I'm just sitting here doing an interview. So, you know, Mm -hmm. like like if folks want to check it out, go and like the the page, I'm always posting updates and, you know, especially nods to Appalachia in particular, because I feel like as a culture, it kind of gets looked down on. And, yeah. you know, like, I just want folks to know that, you know, like, it's okay to be from that area and to, like, kind of share your experiences, too. Because they look at us, and people call it what? I think I heard somebody call it the woo, you know, the witchy-woo kind of stuff. But, like, yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of really good-hearted people who have some stories to tell. And I feel like I'm just one of, like, thousands of people who could do it. And I'm just happy to get to share. And then that John inspired me to do it in the first place. So. That's right. That's right. I'm here, for gander. I'm here for inspiration and kicking the ass. You the wind beneath my wings. Oh, uh, dang it. Um, one other thing, too, is um, I, I, I do have another podcast, which is, uh, you know, my, my original baby. It's Bod's Mayhem Hour. It, it focuses on interviews with uh, national, international, metal, rock, punk, horror punk, new metal, prog, death metal, sludge metal, all the metal in between. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, if you just go to bodsmayhemhour.com, it's all there. The Facebook page, I'm on Instagram. I got a link treatment. I'm all over the place. I'm on iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, every every single platform just about Bods Mayhem Hour is on there. And uh, I'm just like three subscribers away from 800 on youtube and I, I feel like there should be more subscribers folks go subscribe bods mayhem hour on youtube that's it absolutely hey real quick question about that what's your what do you 
I don't even know how to ask this question. Uh, <laughs> Japanese heavy metal rock. Have you ever heard of any of that stuff? Yeah. That's just wild sounding, ain't it? They, they, I mean, they're doing hard rock in, in their own language. And it's, it's like, like... It's like I've always said, man. Everything that you like is not everybody's cup of tea. And everything I like is not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. It, it, is, it is different. Very different. Yeah, even though I don't know what they're saying, I kind of find it uh, very interesting. I was like, this is sure. like I listen to some of it. Like, there's a certain group, I can't remember their name, but every so often I come across them and I'll just listen to them. And it's just like, I don't know, it sounds like they're, I don't, I'm not even going to try to imitate what it sounds like, but it's just wild. It sounds like something that would people would associate or uh, like, oh, maybe that's what Bigfoot sounds like when he's talking, you know? <laughs> Because they're Japanese, uh, and everyone's talking about, oh, they hear samurai chatter. Well, this is like samurai heavy metal, you know. There's a <laughs> uh, there, there's a band called Baby Metal that that came over here several years ago, and they were the craze man. And I just could not get into them. I just didn't see what the whole thing was, you know. And, and that's just me. I'm just an old school guy, and I like my old school metal and rock. Right. Uh, but I'm I'm always going outside the box to listen to stuff, but. Uh, yeah, I just there there is some good Japanese music out there. There's some really good music out there. John, um, please please get in touch with Wardrena. That's a that's like a Norse uh kind of band. They are the it's like I don't know, like you're somewhere in an old growth forest and some Vikings? ancient god's gonna jump out at you. Like that music is fantastic. Is it like Viking music? Yeah, yeah. It's See, very much like there, that. There's even Viking music. There's Scottish music, there's oh yeah, you know, uh, God, Flog and Molly, they play. Um, oh my God, I'm, I'm losing my train of thought here. What style that they are? Irish, it's like Irish punk. They're yes. playing in oh, Cincinnati yeah. tonight. That's where my boss is tonight. He's like, can you watch everybody? Case <laughs> loads. I'm going to see Flog and Molly, and I was like, curse Dude, you. That, that, there's some, there's some, <laughs> yeah, there's some Irish Irish punk man. It just can't get no better i mean it just absolutely is phenomenal um wow i'm gonna have to check some of that out dude yeah. i've got i've got music that would blow your mind <laughs> i bet i bet <laughs> wow but yeah there's there's always something and where i do my my bods mayhem hour i get music all the time to to review and listen to and there's a lot of good stuff out there um oh, yeah. But it's just so hard where everything's so saturated and everybody's at home and they're doing their own music and it's just hard. But there's a lot of good stuff out there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, we're going to have to wrap it up. Um, I really appreciate y'all stories and talking about your podcast. Um, this was very much appreciated. And I couldn't thank you guys enough for being on here with me tonight. And uh, – so yeah, this will you guys could uh, check this uh, episode out. Um, it'll be available after close to ten o'clock, so uh, maybe sooner. So, <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. Feel free to share it around. And um, until next time, guys. Hey, thank folks. you guys again. Hey folks, if you want to tune in to Beyond the Paranormal podcast, it's every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, and go like the Facebook page, too, where you can keep it with all all things Beyond the Paranormal podcast. Yes, keep it creepy with us. Keep it creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like, it makes me feel like saying, uh, what's that term? 
get jiggy with it. But keep... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess we could do a remake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say honey boo boo or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> awesome very much guys thank you guys very much and john and Christina, uh, it was great having you guys on and everybody thank you for listening to ecbr bigfoot radio keep it squatchy my friends until next time we're thanks. out thanks daniel thank you